Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network. It is Thursday, October 5th of 2023. This is Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from start to finish. Today we are talking about the millennial reign prophecy. The book of Revelation has six parts by my analysis. I am Dr. Nicole, your book of Revelation research scientist. By my analysis, the book of Revelation has six parts. Here they are. It begins with a preface followed by a formal introduction. The introduction is followed by seven letters to seven churches. That's the third part of the book of Revelation. Part four is John's report on heaven. Part five, the bulk of the book of Revelation is its statements of prophecy. When John the Revelator was called up to heaven, he was shown documentaries, visions they were called. Today we would call them movies, moving pictures with sound. He was shown visions by an angel of the Lord, and these were shown to him one after another, after another, after another, after another, culminating with the final Vision he was shown, that final vision is Revelation chapter 21, as well as verses 1 to 5 of 22. So how can a vision be words? So if you and I were shown an external vision, in other words, a movie with sound, we would record that using our cell phone or using a video camera, maybe using a tablet. But John the Revelator didn't have that. So the visions he was shown, he wrote down. And so we have a report, in other words, a statement of the prophecies that he was shown. So he was shown one prophecy after another. You could think of it as one movie after another or one documentary after another because these visions weren't simply external images with sound that were works of fiction. No, no, no. These were visions reflecting soon coming future realities. And the bulk of the book of Revelation are the prophecies that John the Revelator was shown by an angel of the Lord. The first documentary he was shown begins with verse 1 of chapter 5. The last documentary he was shown begins with verse 1 of chapter 21 and ends with verse 5 of chapter 22. So part 5 of the book of Revelation includes all of the prophecies John the Revelator was shown when he was called up to heaven. The final part is a formal conclusion. It begins with verse 6 of chapter 22, and it goes uh, until it's in. 
Let's begin today with hearing how the book of Revelation begins and concludes, and then let's go to the millennial reign prophecy. So the focus of our time today is what happens during the first thousand years of the government of Jesus Christ on this earth. Before we get there, let's give let's get some context for what we're uh, looking at. So in the formal introduction, um, and maybe we should look at a preface. Let's look at the preface for the book uh, and then the conclusion, verses 1 to 8. So this will allow us to understand exactly what is the book of Revelation about, uh, who is the focus of the book, and what are its purposes, its main objectives. We learn that by looking at the preface verses 1 to 8 of chapter 5. Some uh, translations refer to it as a prologue. Let's hear it. Verse 1 of chapter 1 says, This is a revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants the events that soon, that must soon take place. He sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant John, who faithfully reported everything he saw. This is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. That includes the first three verses of the book of Revelation. So we heard some key information there. The book of Revelation is a report. It is a report. And we also heard that every person who reads the words of the prophecy in the book of Revelation is blessed. And those who listen to prophecy, read prophecy from the book of Revelation that is read and who obey what it says are also blessed. Now, let us go to the conclusion So we're going to focus on the millennial reign prophecy, but it's useful to hear the conclusion of the book of Revelation, verses 6 to 22, because it communicates the urgency, the urgency that exists with respect to these prophecies, uh, and it documents the reality that these documentaries are 100% accurate. In other words, every vision that John the Revelator was shown is sure to come to pass. Let's hear the formal conclusion for the book of Revelation. It begins with verse 6 of 22. John the Revelator says, Then the angel said to me, Everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God, who inspires his prophets, has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers, the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Then he instructed me, do not fill up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. 
Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. So as you could hear, there are several voices in the formal conclusion for the book of Revelation. There's the voice of John the Revelator. John the Revelator begins the formal conclusion with telling us, then the angel said to me, then he quotes what the angel said, which is, everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. So that's a quote given to us by John the Revelator, the words of the angel who showed him 12 visions. So again, in Revelation chapter 4, we have John's report on heaven. He was called up to heaven for the purpose of being shown visions about the future. Today we would call visions with sounds, external visions, movies, and we would call movies about truth and facts, uh, nonfiction, we would call those kinds of movies documentaries. So John the Revelator was essentially shown documentaries. And now at the conclusion of the book, the angel says to John the Revelator, the same angel who showed him these 12 documentaries beginning with the seven seals prophecy or the seven seals documentary, if you will, the angel says to him after showing him these 12 uh, documentaries, everything you have seen, everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. So that means that everything in the documentary, the millennial reign prophecy that we are about to hear, everything in it is trustworthy and true. 
And the angel goes on to tell him in verse 6, the Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. So the angel was sent to tell John the Revelator what will happen soon. Jesus Christ is coming soon. He's going to fight and win the Battle of Armageddon soon. When he fights and wins the Battle of Armageddon, the governments of men are put down, and the kingdom of God, the government of Jesus Christ on this present earth is established. And we're told in Isaiah, and of the increase of his government and his peace, there shall be no end. Now let us go together to the millennial reign prophecy. Let's hear that important prophecy. So again, it's the millennial reign prophecy. Exactly what is it? It includes verses 1 to 10 of chapter 20. And what it is, it is a written report of a vision John the Revelator was shown. So again, he did not have the benefit of the technology that exists today. So he used the best technology that existed at that time, a writing utensil and some writing paper. So he wrote down, as he was instructed to, to the best of his ability, everything that he saw. And so what we are about to hear is his written report of the vision, the documentary he was shown. Here it is, the millennial reign prophecy. It is preceded by the marriage supper prophecy. That's a documentary about the Battle of Armageddon. It's the most detailed documentary that we have, although the Battle of Armageddon is mentioned in several documentaries in the book of Revelation. For example, the earth reaped prophecy. But the marriage supper prophecy has the most detail about the Battle of Armageddon. And so this prophecy, the millennial reign prophecy, follows the marriage supper prophecy. And this prophecy itself, the millennial reign prophecy, is followed by the dead judged prophecy. Now, let's hear it. The first thousand years of the government of Jesus Christ. What did the angel of the Lord show John the Revelator about it? Here it is, the millennial reign prophecy, reading from Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 10. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains, Four thousand years. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations any more until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life 
until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. When the thousand years comes to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations, called Gog and Magog, in every corner of the earth. He will gather them together for battle, a mighty army, as numberless as sand along the seashore. And I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people and the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. Then the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. That is the millennial reign prophecy in its entirety, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, what did we hear? What was John shown? This prophecy begins with the report of an angel of the Lord getting into a physical altercation with another angel, a fallen angel. Specifically, that angel is referred to as, quote, the dragon, that old serpent who is the devil, Satan. So an angel of the Lord gets into a physical altercation with Satan, a fallen angel. So essentially, two peers are fighting. One peer is team God. The other peer is anti-God. The angel of the Lord overtakes the fallen angel binds the fallen angel in chains and throws this fallen angel into the bottomless pit where that angel is kept for a thousand years. So this prophecy begins with telling us after Jesus Christ fights and wins the battle of Armageddon, which, by the way, when he fights and wins the battle of Armageddon, part of winning the battle of Armageddon is Jesus Christ destroying two of God's enemies, the Antichrist and the false prophet. However, three of God's enemies remain. The millennial reign prophecy begins with telling us about enemy number three. When I say enemy number three, I'm talking about God's enemies in the order, the chronological order of their destruction. So first, the Antichrist and the false prophet are destroyed. How are they destroyed? Jesus' strategy for destroying the enemies of God is to send them to their second death, to send them to Gehenna. The Antichrist and the false prophets are thrown into a fiery lake that burns with sulfur and brimstone, forever separated from God, living for the eternities of eternities, in Gehenna, experiencing eternal damnation in a fiery lake. In contrast to those who are in Christ, who will experience the eternities of eternities, having eternal life. So there's eternal damnation and eternal life. Now, 
this millennial reign prophecy, it begins with that scene telling us about that event. The reality of a fallen angel, specifically Satan, getting into a physical altercation with one of his peers. He loses. He's bound in chains. He's thrown into a bottomless pit. The next key thing that is shown to John the Revelator in this millennial reign prophecy is the reality of the bride of Christ ruling and reigning on this present earth in the government of Jesus Christ for 1,000 years. So right now, you might have a role as um, you might have a role as a bookkeeper or a teacher or a police officer or uh, a stay-at-home dad or stay-at-home mom. You might have any number of roles. Every person who is in the body of Christ will participate in the first resurrection. When we participate in the first resurrection, we transition from mortality to immortality. We become members of the royal race. When we return with Jesus Christ in our glorified, perfected, peak performance bodies, just like the one Jesus Christ inhabits right now, where he lives in heaven, he's in his glorified, perfected, peak performance, immortal body, the one that he occupied when he rose from the dead. Revelation chapter 1 tells us Jesus Christ is the firstborn of the dead. Those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life, we will also transition from mortality to immortality. The second part of this millennial reign prophecy focuses on this. Verse 4 says, they all came to life again and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. And in verse five, it says, they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. Now, these verses are talking specifically about those individuals who during the great tribulation were beheaded because they proclaimed the word of God They gave testimony about Jesus Christ. They refused to take the mark of the beast on their foreheads or on their hands. Now, you might say, well, wait a minute. My grandmother was an awesome woman of God, or my dad was an awesome man of God, and he's going to participate in the first resurrection. Does this mean that he won't be here during the millennial reign? Absolutely not. One of the things in the book of Revelation is that these documentaries focus on specific subgroups because God chooses to tell their story from beginning to end. That doesn't mean that other subgroups aren't also present or doing something. But it's like when you watch a movie, everything that's happening with all characters in the movie Everything that's happening with all characters can't be shown. A director has to decide what are the key events that need to be communicated to an audience. So in this prophecy, the key event is to continue discussion, to continue reporting on, rather, what has been communicated earlier in other documentaries. So, for example, we hear in the 666 Antichrist prophecy 
that everyone during the Great Tribulation who is in Christ needs to wait patiently, that the Antichrist will grow in power and he will do whatever he wants for 42 months, for three and a half years. And we're told in verses 9 and 10 of Revelation chapter 13, but don't worry, everyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. What's, what's Jesus talking about right there? When he fights and wins the Battle of Armageddon, all of those who are there die by his sword, the two-edged sword that extends from his mouth. However, for three and a half years, they will not die by his sword. They will be a part of the kingdom of the Antichrist. They will grow in power. They will grow in prestige. They will grow in wealth. Then it tells us in verse 10 of the 666 Antichrist prophecy, everyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. Everyone destined for prison will uh, go to prison. You know, when, when Jesus Christ kills those, uh, the Antichrist and the false prophet and those who are in the armies led by the Antichrist, false prophet, and kings of the world, the Antichrist and false prophet they go to Gehenna. So they actually go to the lake of fire. They go to the second death, which is permanent. But all the others, they go to prison. You say, well, wait a minute. What do you mean? When a person dies, the person becomes a disembodied spirit. Either the individual is relocated two and one to heaven as a spirit and soul, perfect continuity of life. Or the person is relocated to Hades and resides in a prison of darkness. So in Hades, there are millions in prisons of darkness who those who rejected God's plan for salvation that existed at the time when they were on the earth. So everyone who's in Christ during the Great Tribulation, an instruction is given to us those of us who will be here after the third temple is rebuilt in Israel, after the ashes of the 10th red heifer are in use, after the confirmation of the covenant uh, has been made, after the Antichrist stands in the rebuilt temple and declares that he is God, after the Antichrist wages war against Israel, after Satan fails to destroy Israel with the flood. After the Antichrist enlarges his war to include not only the nation of Israel, but also those who are in Christ, Christians everywhere. So God, in his wisdom, chooses to specifically focus on in multiple documentaries in the book of Revelation, what specifically happens, what is the chronological trajectory of those who are in Christ during the Great Tribulation? What is their story? So we pick up here in the Millennial Reign Prophecy with continuity from what's discussed in multiple, uh, what is shown rather, in multiple documentaries. So now we're at the point where those individuals, those of, uh, those of us who die in Christ during the Great Tribulation are resurrected along with everyone else who 
either is in Christ at the time of the second coming or who died in Christ prior to the second coming, right? Okay, so many groups who are in Christ, those who died before the Great Tribulation, those who die during the Great Tribulation, and those who are here at the time of the return of Jesus Christ after the Great Tribulation has ended. However, here in the Millennial Reign Prophecy, two of these verses tell us specifically about what happens to that group of believers who dies in Christ during the Great Tribulation. Now, you might say, well, this seems to suggest that only those who died during the Great Tribulation rule and reign with Jesus Christ. Absolutely not. We know from uh, other places in the Bible that everyone who is a member of the royal race, for example, in Isaiah, we know that every person who's a member of the royal race, every person whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, in other words, all the sheep, all of the wheat, all of the good fish who are kept, rule and reign with Jesus Christ during this first thousand years of his government on the earth. Okay, so that's the second key event discussed in the millennial reign prophecy. Now, what's the third key event? The third key event is a wrapping up of the life of Satan. What does that mean? Now, every entity, whether it, uh, the entity is a human being or an angel, that has ever been created by God will always exist. It is impossible for the creation to uncreate itself. In the same way that neither you nor myself had the ability to self-generate, we don't have the ability to uh, self-destruct. In other words, to, um, to off ourselves in a way that causes us to fail to exist. Let me explain further. We are all three in one, body, spirit, and soul. God's perfect plan is for every human being to always be three in one due to the curse Many people are only two in one. Those who are two in one are spirits, and those spirits continue to have their same soul, mind, will, and emotions. When those of us who are in Christ transition from mortality to immortality, we will be three in one forever and ever. Again, body, spirit, and soul, just like God intended. Now, at the end of this millennial reign prophecy, one of God's enemies, Satan, is destroyed. But when Satan is destroyed, he will continue to exist. How's that? Let's hear it. At the end of this prophecy, we're told, then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There, they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So forever and ever is the eternities of eternities. 
forever and ever literally means for all time. Now, the Bible refers to time as coming to an end. So there's the concept that uh, there was reality before time. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The beginning of what? The beginning of time. Once this world and all of the enemies of God have been destroyed with the second death, we come to the end of time. And that when we come to the end of time, then we enter into eternity future. So in eternity future, which is forever and ever, beyond time, if you will, all of those entities, human beings and angels, who fail to follow the plans and purposes of God, all of those human beings who participate in the great white throne judgment, they will continue to live, but they will be relocated from their current abode to Gehenna, the lake of fire. What's Gehenna? That is the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Now, here at the end of the millennial reign prophecy, it says, then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So Satan will never fail to exist. The antichrist and false prophet will never fail to exist, but they will not exist on this present earth or on the new earth to come. They will be forever separated from God. So in summary, the millennial reign prophecy is extremely useful because it communicates to us the reality of living in a tangible body on this present earth for those who are in Christ. It documents it documents the reality of those who died, those who are martyred during the Great Tribulation, it documents the reality of their triumph. Now, the truth is, is that everyone who is in Christ triumphs because all who are in Christ participate in the wedding, in the marriage, in the first resurrection. Three words for saying the same thing. The first resurrection is the marriage of the Lamb. When Jesus Christ gets his forever bride, in the same form that he's in. He's in a peak perfection, uh, peak performance, perfected body. And at the first resurrection, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, we, we rise up to meet him in the clouds. We put on our peak performance, glorified, perfected bodies. So every believer triumphs. But in this millennial reign prophecy, we have... We are shown, John was shown, and we are shown because we have his report of what he was shown, that those who participate in the Great Tribulation as martyrs, because they have given testimony of Jesus Christ, they have preached the word of God, they have refused the mark of the beast, we have a report 
of their triumph, the reality that they will live again in a tangible body on this present earth. And also importantly, we have a report on how and when Satan will be destroyed. So God's plan is for all five of his enemies for destroy, to be destroyed. Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh, is tasked with the assignment to destroy all five of God's enemies. Why? So God the Father can relocate his home from present heaven to the new earth. There's coming a day, a time and an hour, when this earth is going to be folded up like an old cloak, the Bible says. It's going to wear out. Now, this present earth is under the curse. When Jesus Christ returns, this present earth will still be under the curse. Now, in, during the first resurrection, all of us who are in Christ will no longer be under the curse. We'll be in our peak performance glorified bodies. But the earth itself will still be dying. It will still have the curse in it. Trees will still be dying. The water will not be perfect everywhere. Okay, things, uh, the vestiges of sin will still be in the DNA of the present earth. But there's coming a day and an hour where this earth will be destroyed, just like our mortal bodies will be destroyed, and we'll get a perfect body, an amazing body, a body free of DNA errors, and we're going to inherit an amazing earth, an earth that's free of the curse. And when we transition to that new earth, according to Revelation chapter 21, in the new earth prophecy, God is going to relocate his amazing home from present heaven to the new earth. Hallelujah. I hope you have found this to be an interesting and compelling discussion of the Millennial Reign Prophecy. We're going to continue with analysis and discussion of all the documentaries in the book of Revelation. What are they? The first one is the Seven Seals Prophecy. The second one is the Seven Trumpets Prophecy. The third one is the 1,260 Days Prophecy. The fourth one is the 666 Antichrist Prophecy. The fifth one the earth reaped prophecy, I'm sorry, the fifth one is the 144,000 first fruits prophecy. That's what I meant to say. The sixth one is the earth reaped prophecy. The seventh is the seven plagues prophecy. The eighth is the purple and scarlet prophecy. The ninth prophecy is the one we heard today, the millennial. The ninth prophecy is the marriage supper prophecy. And the tenth prophecy is the one that we heard today, the millennial reign Prophecy. Now, the prophecy we're going to be talking about in November is the dead judge prophecy. What about those who fail to participate in the first resurrection, who are just waiting in prisons of darkness? What happens to them? We're going to talk about it because John the Revelator was shown exactly what happens to them. And he reports, he wrote down everything he saw, and it's the dead judge prophecy. So that's the 11th statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation. And the final statement of prophecy is the new earth prophecy. So that's the prophecy that tells us what happens 
after all the enemies of God are destroyed, would you consider putting this program on your permanent schedule? Would you consider being with us so that you hear all of the statements of prophecy? The learning experts tell us that we need seven touches, seven meaningful experiences with information in order to successfully encode it in our long-term memory and be able to access that information on demand. In other words, in order for you and I to be able to pull personal will, information about every prophecy in the book of Revelation, we need seven meaningful experiences with it. And every time you hear this program, Secrets Revealed, understand the book of Revelation from start to finish, you're getting one of those seven touches that you need. So how does it work? If you hear this broadcast or you have another experience, maybe you have multiple ways of connecting to the millennial reign prophecy, when that happens seven times, the learning experts tell us that you'll be able to recall the Millennial Reign Prophecy and the details about it, you'll be able to recall that information, pull it up on demand. That's useful for you. That's useful for me. So an easy way to do it is to be with me and with us because every month we focus on uh, every month in 2023. I believe that's God's plan for us for 2024. Every month we focus on one prophecy talking about it in new and different ways, focusing on different aspects, bringing in different scriptures. So meaningful analysis and discussion of each of these prophecies every Thursday and Sunday. So there are a minimum of eight opportunities. Depending on the month, sometimes there are 10 opportunities for you to connect to, to have a meaningful experience with each prophecy in the book of Revelation. So this month, we are focusing on the Millennial Reign Prophecy every Sunday at 12 noon Central Time, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, and every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time. In November, we'll be talking about the Great White Throne Judgment, and in December, the New Earth Prophecy. And next January, the seven seals prophecy. So I think you see the order that we're focused on. So this is the 10th month in the year, October. And so the 10th prophecy in the book of Revelation is the millennial reign prophecy. November is the 11th month. The dead judge prophecy is the 11th one. So we're focused on that. So we're going in order like that, I think, that what we're going to do for 2024, I haven't uh, committed to this yet, waiting on the Lord to confirm uh, his plan for us for 2024. But I believe that the Lord has shown me that for 2024, we'll go in reverse order. We'll start with the new earth prophecy, and then we'll go to the dead judge prophecy. Then we'll go to the millennial reign prophecy. So starting at eternity future and making our way back to the beginning of things, the beginning of the end of the age. What's that? Those events that immediately precede and include the great tribulation, which will be 
for a time, times, and half a time. So I'm very excited about what God is doing with PGN. I want to thank Prophet Randy Chandler for the opportunity to be a part of Prophetic Grace Network. I want to thank you for being uh, with me and with us uh, today, on other days, and even in the future. I want to communicate that you can always listen to this program again. You can go to Apple Podcasts to download this program and other episodes. You can also go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash live prophetic. We have one-page basic study notes for every talk beginning with September of 2022. We have one-page basic study notes that are there at the blogtalkradio.com website. So I encourage you to refer to those if uh, that would be helpful to you. Also, would you text to let me know that you're listening? Would you text to share a comment that you have on anything that has been shared? Also, do you have a question about the book of Revelation? I'd love to get your question. I'm working on an answer to a question that we received a week ago. I'm going to be sharing that answer in a future broadcast. So if you would uh, text in your question about the book of Revelation, you can use our PGN text number. It's one two one four. 5058719. Would love to hear from you. 12145058719. Simply say, this is a question about the book of Revelation for PGN's book of Revelation. Research scientist and Prophet Randy Chandler will forward that to me and I will follow up on a future broadcast. If you haven't done so yet, I encourage you, call out to God. According to Jeremiah 33 3, He promises to show you great and mighty secrets that you do not know. Until next time.